Tonight's Sunday episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on The Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you, as always, by ZipRecruiter. You know it's not smart? Counting out the Patriots when they're one and two. Don't do that. Were we one and two or two and one? We were one and two before today. Now we're two and now two. Now we're two and two. We'll be three and two on Friday. That's right. We're back, baby. You know what else is the smart job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes? Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. They find people with the right skill for your job. They actively invite them to apply, get qualified candidates fast, really fast. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans are excited to introduce their all-new Rate Shield Approval. If you're in the market to buy a home, a Rate Shield Approval is a real game changer. And here's why. First, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90, do- 90 days while you shop. Here's the crucial part. If rates go up, your rate stays the same. If rates go down, your rate also drops. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Bill Simmons. And meanwhile... Our first big narrative podcast launches October 1st. It's happening. Halloween Unmasked. Eight episodes hosted by by Amy Nicholson, produced by Zach Mack. Eight episodes, a deep dive on the Halloween franchise, on the psychotic Michael Myers, and how the first movie ended up influencing the next 40 years of of, uh, horror movies. If you're a horror movie junkie, if you're a Halloween junkie, if you're a movie and business junkie, uh, you got to check this out. Halloween Unmasked launches October 1st. Speaking of launching, The Rewatchables, Dazed and Confused, 25th anniversary. That's coming on Tuesday on The Rewatchables feed if you love that movie and if you love The Rewatchables. Me, Sean Fennessy, and Chris Ryan. Check out TheRinger.com. All of our NFL stuff. Mondays is usually a great day for us, breaking down everything that happened. We also have The Ringer NFL Show. Clark and Mays, they're taping a podcast right now, Sunday night. On the Ringer NFL show, then GM Street with Mike Lombardi and Tate Frazier comes the next uh, Tuesday Tuesday morning. Looking back at week four, looking ahead a little bit to week five. Whole bunch of great stuff. Ryan Rosillo, dual threat. That's happening too. Tuesday nights, a little college football, a little pro football. It's all happening on the Ringer Podcast Network. Check it out. Coming up, our old friend, Cousin Sal, but first... Oh, you know, before I say, but first Pearl Jam, Friday on Pearl Jam Radio, this is happening. I am a guest DJ at noon ET on Friday. I am not counting down. I'm just doing my favorite 18 Pearl Jam songs right now. Not forever, not all time, just right now. The 18 I like the most right now in 2018. They were kind enough to let me DJ and give me the car keys. And you can check that out if you have SiriusXM. It is on Pearl Jam Radio, 12 o'clock ET. There you go. And without further ado, first up, Pearl Jam. All right, the cuz is on the line. I've not talked to him really all day. I have no idea the gamut of emotions you ran through today, gambling. Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys win but don't cover. 
It was beautiful. <laughs> the, right Joe that. Flacco is back. The Browns are exciting. The Browns almost had two ties in the first four games, which would have been spectacular. Sal, yeah. what was your favorite thing about today? I like the Falcons Bengals. Yeah, that was good. I think what was that? Twenty four. What was the score at half? It's crazy. The the it was like twenty eight twenty four. Second half, but what was it? I think it was twenty eight twenty four, something like that at the at halftime. Yeah, they were they were gunning. Yeah, yeah, it was twenty eight twenty four, and uh, I think it was the best game of the day. And I think Atlanta's one and three, and they could be the most exciting bad team this year. I mean, there's 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 not enough defense to put them in a, a 13-7 game, I think, all year. So that's going to be fun to watch. Are they, do you think they're one of the best six teams? It's possible. Atlanta at one and three? <laughs> at one and three. Yeah, maybe. With, maybe. With, with a complete inability to get stops ever. But I just, <laughs> I don't know who's good. We know the Rams are good. We haven't talked since the, uh, the Rams took care of business against the Vikes the other day. But like, you just look at the league. First of all, I think the Rams... The Rams and Chiefs are the only undefeated teams. The Rams Chiefs play Chiefs, I agree. Monday night. They're in Denver. Has all the makings of a trap game. We'll we'll get to that uh-huh. uh, later in the pod. The Bears are three and one. The Bengals are three and one. The Dolphins are a very very limp three and one. The Saints are three and one and looking pretty good. The Titans I have been impressed by. They they have a toughness to them. They're three and one. Nobody nobody expected the Joe Flacco comeback. They're three and one. Uh-huh. And the Jags are three and one. So there we go. That's it. I don't know who the top six is out of those teams. Yeah, maybe no elites out of those. I was thinking of you watching Tennessee pull off the upset. Yeah. Forget about Jimmy G. What do you think about Vrabel? I mean, that's that's the coach I think you let get away. Does that bum you out a little bit? He's good. Yeah. Respond to that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's a good first year coach who seems to have a nice handle on what the hell he's doing. I'm not surprised. Oh. We, you and I, bet on them to win the division. We and yeah. And the theory was they had talent last year and they improved their coach. And I think, you know, right. they, they have all the makings of that. But what a weird division. What do you make of that division? I The Jags just continue to both kind of linger around and they're definitely probably maybe a playoff team, but they're never impressive. Um, I, I think it. the Jags' defense will nickel and dime teams to death. Teams like the Jets won't really stand a chance, especially at Jacksonville. I think Tennessee beats up on Jacksonville. I think they've won like four of the last five or five of the last six. So that's going to be a fun rivalry. Although they already beat them in Jacksonville. But um, otherwise, I think that other game, those other teams, uh, with the Colts and Texans, might have both coaches may have played themselves out of the division race um, like four or five times in that game. Yeah. That was they, incredible. There was a couple different five-minute stretches there when the Bill O'Brien first coach fired odds were about to get cashed in. And yeah. I listen, I'll never understand what happened in the OT. First of all, we should mention the Colts went from minus one and a half to at game time, they were a pick them, right? I saw plus one. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. So they would have covered it on tie. Right. Yep. Fourth and four. They're on like the 40. There's 40 seconds left. Fourth and four, 43 yard line, 27 seconds left. 27 seconds left. They get, they go to the line. And it's like, oh, they're not going to run a play. They're going to do the fake, try to get the people to jump off sides play, which they did. And uh-huh. it's like, all right, okay, they're they're taking the tie. That's what they should do because T.Y. Hilton's out of this game and it would be super risky to go for it here. Nope. Right. Come back out, incomplete pass. 
And within like this, you snap your fingers and Houston's kicking the game winning field goal. I don't know. Cause yeah. part of it, like if the Colts had gone for it and gotten it, I would have been like, wow, ballsy. Great. You know, it's like the Doug Peterson thing. My question is when you don't have your best receiver, I'm not sure you you do that. You know, they had a bunch of guys where you're like, who's that guy? Who's this guy? And it was, those were all the receivers yeah. making all the catches. What were, what was your reaction when they did that? Well, I thought it was riskier. Forget about the fourth and four. I mean, you could probably get four either way, but they were at the 43. They still needed about 30 yards to get yeah. in field goal range in 27 seconds. That to me is a giant, you know, mountain to climb there. That's why they should have punted the ball. Now let's not forget I only think Bill O'Brien saved his job because Frank Reich bet on himself to be the first coach fired (laughs) because they blew, what was that? Was it, uh, they blew like a 11 point lead and with four minutes left Houston did, right? Yeah, it was 28, 17, 28, 17. So I don't know what happened. Houston lucked out. I don't see either of these teams competing in the uh, AFC South, but, um, that was fun to watch a complete, I think the coaching is at an all time worse. The coaching and the kicking is really, really bad this year. Houston had Clowney just going crazy and at yeah. simultaneously some of the worst defensive players of the weekend. And they were just kind of doing the frickin' frack thing. Um, we, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that whole division might be a write-off except for Tennessee. Cause I, yeah, maybe. you know, the Pats made Bortles look really good and the Jags obviously have a lot of talent on defense, but I, I just don't, I don't think they're explosive enough for where football is going. I, I, the more I watch these games, the more I'm starting to think that you have to be able to score. You know, you have to be able to on any day get into the 30s to realistically have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year because of these rules. You know, and it's like even yeah. even you watch the Browns. The Browns put up 40 plus today, and they and then they blew it late. But mm-hmm. at least they they can move the ball and make stuff happen, and they have a couple guys on the defensive side of the ball, and you know there's a recipe for them to do some damage in January. I'm not saying they will, but I look at the Jaguars and it's like, at some point they're going to be in a game where they're going to have to be in the thirties. And I, I just don't see them being able to do it. The bears. The well, thing- they got in the thirties cause they went for a two point conversion against the jets and the jets <laughs> complained. But I, my feeling is uh, anytime you allow Bortles to throw for 388 yards and 76%, uh, you can't really complain about anything. Yeah. You know, well, we, I like the Jets as a live underdog, but I think one of the things we learned today, we, we started the season thinking the three AFC East teams that weren't the Pats were all terrible. And now after week four, you go, oh, those teams are all terrible. What were we thinking? You know, you know yeah. there was a case with the Jets. They were second in DVOA after three weeks. I was like, oh, the Jets. But uh, all those teams are bad. can't the ball against a team like the Jaguars. Darnold wasn't even that terrible. I don't even think he threw an interception, but... Um, they, they, yeah, they're just uh, drives that stall, drives that stall, and that's 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 the name of their game, I think, going forward. And Miami was shockingly awful. If it wasn't for Tampa, um, yeah, that might have been the biggest stink bomb anyone laid today. I, I couldn't believe it. I, it was like they hadn't scouted the Pats. You have we, no feel for your team this year. You really don't. I think you're off three games in a row with them. Yeah, I felt pretty stupid. I I watched with nephew Kai. I felt pretty dumb because it was the classic rope September rope dope by the Pats. But yeah, you know I wasn't expecting the pass rush that they got today. I really wasn't expecting. I thought Miami's speed was going to be such a problem for them, and Miami was just like first and second down, just run the ball into the line, and then they right. would have these third and eights, third and twelves, yeah. third and tens, and Tannehill was particularly atrocious. But 
I mean, at the, you think in a 38-7 game, he can, I'm pretty sure he only had 100 yards passing. Wasn't he, that he, he was just reprehensible. Well, what's weird, maybe they just don't have the right personnel for it. I thought they did, but, you know, these teams have just killed the Patriots the last couple of years, putting their linebackers in pass coverage. And mm. they just never did it. They didn't seem very interested in even trying to do it. And then on the right. other side, you know, I, I think last week I was watching the uh, NFL Edge matchup show, whatever the hell that show's called. And mm-hmm. they were talking about how the Lions were using six and seven defensive backs against the Pats last week. And they were just double teaming oh. Gronk. And, you know, they just were covering everything. And I think the Pats went into this game like, if anyone does that again, we're running the ball. So they... Yeah. They, but that uh, was the specific thing that we couldn't figure out. Like, why did the Pats get separation so much today, right? Why does Dorsett look like a, a pro bowler today? And, you know, even Gordon, I don't know. These guys all seem to get open at different times. Ask me about Josh Gordon. What do you think about Josh Gordon? I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to get sucked in yet. But no. I did get excited. I'll tell you this. Nephew Kyle, every Josh Gordon catch, uh, was about as excited as I've ever seen him. I think he feels a lot of kinship really? with Josh Gordon. <laughs> you know, his nephew Kyle's drank cough syrup before he's, to try like to get hang. drunk. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the patriot that nephew Kyle would hang out with. Oh, um, no. But Is that going to be the second tattoo? <laughs> it could be. It could be Josh Gordon. <laughs> Maybe, just the the number. Maybe just the number 10. I don't yeah, know. That, but he had <laughs> he had a couple like just great athlete receiver plays today that that – just seemed different. And you get and, Edelman back. I mean, it, it just didn't make sense. Like, what were the Pats this week? Minus two ninety to win the division, even two games back. Oh God! And now it's got to be a thousand minus a thousand. What do you think it would be? No, I, I would think it would be like minus six hundred, something like that. But oh, look at these other teams. Who's going to catch that? I don't know. <laughs> Not the Bills. Edelman coming back's big because the other thing that happens is that Hogan's been kind of playing out of position. They're not using him the way they would normally use him. And I think you put Edelman as a slot guy and that opens up some of the other stuff. Sony Michelle looked a lot better. I think all my, uh, right. all my disappointing negative comments last week about him. Um, I think a little fire. Yeah, maybe we him. should give the rookies more than two games uh, to get, to get kickstart well, their careers. The hope, maybe we're too rough on them. The hope was that the missing the training camp, you know, was the reason that he looked so bad in that Detroit game. But he, I mean, he had huge holes. I'm still not, I need to see more, but he did everything he needed to do today. I will say. Right. I was, I was impressed. Yeah. The Pats Brady had, I would say 10 terrible throws in that game. Um, not early nearly on, as many though. as Roethlisberger. Early on, he gets it out of his system and he's yeah. back. Yeah. He had a great touchdown to white. That really felt like old school Brady had the little fist pump, stuff like that. But, um, not as bad as Roethlisberger in that Sunday night game though. Oh man. Wow. Wow. And Just then tougher, right? Baltimore, great game plan. Uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh won that game. He really did. They controlled the clock. Uh, Pittsburgh offered no pressure defensively. Maybe they're just the kind of defense that makes every offense look good. But and you said it yourself. You said when Flacco's in a rhythm, <laughs> you don't like it. It's a little, it's a little unnerving for you, right? Yeah, I was texting you. I didn't bet on this game. I just didn't have a feel for it. I even sent you the five o'clock text. I talked like, you out of it. You I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, I was like, Steelers <laughs> minus three? Just question. And you're like, no, no, no. Well, every game's going overtime. I'm like, you know what? I don't like minus three anymore. I don't know. If you can get one and a half, it's good nowadays. <laughs> minus three hurts your feelings. It's too much. Yeah, the Ravens went into that game with the... It, 
it really seemed like Harbaugh was like, we play these guys twice a year. I'm a better coach than Mike Tomlin. I'm going to win this mm-hmm. game for us. And that, we have Justin Tucker, Flacco, you're going to make some throws. They're not good enough defensively to pressure you. Because as we know, when Flacco gets pressured, he's a different guy. Um, he had time to throw. His receivers looked weirdly kind of dangerous. It actually seemed like John Brown could have even had a bigger game than he had. He's and, good. All these guys, they had Mike Wallace in the past. Like I don't think John Brown stretches the field like nobody else, like no one they've had in many years. But uh, they need third and four, they get five. They need you know second and twelve, they get thirteen. It was it was quite a clinic they put on. I think it forces Pittsburgh to do something with Le'Veon Bell here, don't you? Like I just think they need to reestablish an identity, and I think their ask for Bell is going to be less this week in terms of a trade. Well. We're not the only people who are going to have this conversation this week, but the Earl Thomas hurting his leg was the weirdest vindication for what Le'Veon Bell is doing, right? Earl Thomas flipping right. off his own sideline as he's getting carted off. You what know, is that? What is he, he doing? Bit, he was rightfully bitching for a bigger commitment for them for a year. He wrote a Players Tribune column about it, um, mm-hmm. talking about how unfair all this shit is. He, then he gets hurt. And now he's in a situation where he's, you know, he's just not going to get the same kind of contract next spring. And and uh, you watch that and then you look at Le'Veon Bell and you go, okay, that's why he's sitting out. He doesn't want that no, to happen. No, I know. But what does is, what is the water boy and the strength and conditioning coach have to do? Why is he giving everybody the finger? <laughs> he's just like, mad. He's throwing weird. little fingers around. Uh, <laughs> it is a crazy. That's a, that's a good, that's an interesting team. That's the Seattle team that we're going to have a nice, we're going to have a few opportunities, maybe even this week, to bet against them and, and win big, I think. You, when, uh, when you say interesting, is interesting the new word for shitty? Because yeah, that team yeah, sucks. That's not a good team. It, it's crazy. No, it's not. You have the NFC West and the AFC East, you have six really below average teams out of eight in mm-hmm. those two divisions, you know? And the Rams are way better than the Patriots are right now, but... Um, I the, bet uh, I try to get you in on this. They had a they, they don't do this. They don't put over unders on team individual teams during the season. But they threw one up. Uh, San Francisco, the Forty ers They had it under six. Was like minus one thirty. Yeah. And I was like, God, they have to go. They have to go six and seven the rest of the way without Jimmy G. And uh, they played their asses off today and scared me. And I had the Chargers on every money line parlay oh my God, I made me this too. week. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but that was, that. I think that's a win. I, I think that whole division is, is, is in trouble other than the Rams. You're well, right. I mean, they could have 14. I should have listened to you on that Niners, uh, six months thing. Uh, speaking of the chargers, I learned two major things today for gambling purposes, and I'm going to give them to you right after this break. Let's talk about FanDuel football season is well underway. A lot of us have major regrets about our season long fantasy teams. I don't have as many major regrets with my fantasy teams as much as daily fantasy. I am just in a daily fantasy slump. Did a FanDuel team this week. Just got killed. You know it was a mistake? Making Ryan Tannehill my super flex guy. Yeah. Say goodbye to that FanDuel team. I'll be back for week five. At FanDuel, you get the excitement of researching and building your team every week. It's never been more fun or easy. It's even the place to play if you're not a fantasy expert. Something for everybody. More ways to win than ever before. They have a gridiron pick em contest every week. It's a free contest. All you need to do is pick winners, no spreads. 10K split amongst the top pickers. My favorite way to play daily fantasy. Single entry contests. 
I know who I'm dealing with. This week, I dealt with a bunch of people who had only one entry in the contest who kicked my butt. They also have the spike contest, $5 to enter, 100K prize pool, first place is 10K. Join this week, play against me at fanduel.com slash BS. New users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Again, fanduel.com slash BS. All right, the two major things I learned for gambling purposes today. Number one, I don't think we should allow ourselves to ever bet the Chargers as a high favorite, maybe in a, in a money parlay where all they have to do is win, but the kicking situation and the Anthony uh. Lynn situation for the 100th straight year, even though Anthony Lynn's only been the coach for two years, but but stick with me. Um, it's just like they They've leave- They've now gotten from every country, every continent. Yeah. They can't kick. This Caleb Sturgis is supposed to be decent. And for some reason, he puts on that jersey- and that's it. Nobody's making field goals or extra points. Somehow he made like a 48-yard field goal, but he missed two extra points. And uh, just stop kicking field goals. It's becoming Charlie Brown and, and Lucy, right? Would she pull the ball? Like, right. you got to learn your lesson at some point. Just be the <laughs> franchise that doesn't kick field goals. I think everyone would be fine with it. Well, they leave so many points on the table that when they're giving 10 and a half to yeah. the Niners like today, but they're going to leave eight points on the table, it's it's almost like you can't, you can't bet them. What I don't understand right. is how this just isn't a priority for them. You know, like if, if I had a terrible podcast producer that I changed every six months for the next 11 years, at Kyle, some point, plug your ears for a Kyle, yeah, don't yeah. listen to this guy. Jesus. Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> but at some point you just have to look in the mirror and go, wow, I should probably fix this. And you know, now, now it becomes this, this self-fulfilling prophecy. Like it, first quarter, they give up a touchdown. Guy comes in, shanks a kick, and it's like, here we go again. But this is, how many years can they do this? I feel bad for all 38 of their fans. I, I just don't think this is fair. But, you know. But don't I, you think, like, he's okay, Sturt. Like, that's a decent enough name to go after. It's not like they're, um, you know, they're going to uh, Division Three and, and trying to grab a guy who, like, you know, the YouTube star or something with trick kicks and everything. Like, they, they're okay. I just think they're cursed. I just think they're cursed. So you think this is an actual like part like, of their franchise? It's like a haunted yeah, house. Just don't do it anymore. So when when you waved your kicker, why didn't the Chargers just go all in and and make a giant move on him? He could have lived in L.A. Could have been like the savior. Who would have felt yeah. great about himself that he was the Chargers kicker? So one of the things I, think I learned that's what happened. Well, the Vikings just happened to need one more that week, right? Isn't that that they got Bailey? So, um, wow, the Chargers I should have had Bailey. I, well, how many kickers do you think have a job? No matter how, like, let's say every kicker in the league goes zero for four next week. Yeah, how many definitely keep their job? Like six? Yeah, probably like eight. Yeah, isn't that something else? The that's, big that's remarkable. The big winner every. The big winner every week is Justin Tucker. Oh, yeah. He just looks like he's like the one rich guy in your neighborhood who just has the best <laughs> house and the most cars and the media room in his basement. And everybody else is right. jealous of him. He's that's Justin Tucker. All the other field goal kickers, like, fuck, jealous of that guy. Yeah. Gould is good. Prater's good, I think. Guskowski's um, been good. He, he's. Had a couple Gowski. couple memorable misses over the years, but I think for the most part, he's been one of the most reliable. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Vinatieri, Bryant. He just uh, had the most few, kicks ever but, today. Uh, Crosby, there's not too many, though. Vinatieri, the most kicks ever? Yeah. Because he's... He broke it today, right? He's 48 years old. 
Unbelievable. So one thing I learned was just don't pick the Chargers when they're a high favorite. Just don't do it to yourself. The other thing I learned. And I, and I'd bet the bears today. I talked myself into them even with Trubisky, but I think we have to really start looking at them when they're home against teams that aren't great because their defense is so ridiculously good. I I think it gives them, you know, I'm today's a fluke. Trubisky had the game of his life and they, from the get go were just running it up. But that defense, when they get a lead, that defense can not only keep the lead, but add to the lead. So, Gary, yeah. you know, that line could have been bears by eight and a half today and they still are going to cover that. And I think that's something we should remember when they play a couple shitty teams down the road at home, you know, that, I agree. that, that and, but here's the thing, like Vegas is going to adjust. Like they had a minus three against Tampa and you jumped on it and I, I should have been right there with you. But I, even with 31 first half fantasy points, I still don't trust Trubisky if they make him four at home. Minus four? Like, how many teams do you trust him against at minus four at home? Well, so here's their schedule the rest of the way. Um, Ironically, they played New England week seven. But, like, week week eight, they play the Jets. Um, They really don't have any other easy home games. they, They have, the rest of the way, they have just the home games are the Patriots, the Jets, the Lions, Chargers, Packers. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that's not great. But maybe Drew Trubisky's not better than I don't think any of those quarterbacks you just named. Yeah, they play like, well, so they play at San Francisco week sixteen. Okay. They got my they have a bye week next week. They have Miami in Miami week six. But would you have I guess, I guess it depends on how Mahomes would do tomorrow, but Mahomes and Khalil Mack have separated themselves now as the MVP race. I I can't remember the last time a defensive player has won an MVP, but he's had such mm. such a massive impact on that team. And who could have predicted it? Who could have predicted that when you trade for one of the only seven players that matter in the NFL, that he would have a huge impact on your team? I did not see this coming, so. Oh, wait, yeah. all of us saw this coming. <laughs> what about, um? I was, we were looking at Goff and Gurley. Yeah, I think they or split. Do you, or do they cancel each other out? I think Those they split the vote. Phenomenal numbers. They're going to have monster, monster numbers at the end of the year if they stay healthy. We messed up, though, because we, we both love the Rams and we talked extensively and mm-hmm. openly about Gurley putting money in him for the MVP because we figured somebody in the Rams could win the MVP. I don't ever remember us even mentioning Goff. I don't can imagine what his odds were. They must have been at least like 75 to one, right? Oh yeah. I think like in the fifties, sixties. Right yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, basically you're betting on Goff. You bet on McVay. You're betting on McVay will win his quarterback. The MVP doesn't matter who it is. Speaking of Rams well, why coaches. Why wouldn't we think like Carson Wentz was well on his way to winning an MVP last year or close? Why yeah, close. couldn't we think why didn't we think that Goff would do the same with with all the tools around him that he needs? Well, but I mean, think about our fantasy draft. I yeah. I t- picked him as our third my third quarterback. I sp- I think I spent four dollars on him. It wasn't like he was a hot <laughs> hot property. My third quarterback. <laughs> so you have four. Like you say like it ends there. You have four quarterbacks. Well, one of them is Fitzpatrick. Who I spent thirty five dollars oh, okay. yep, on. Jameis yeah. came in in the third quarter. That didn't go well. Right. That wasn't great. I don't know what yeah, they did. It's not going to matter. I, I thought Cutter would be like, "All right, I have a bye week. I don't have to decide between this nonsense for two weeks." But it's looking like Jameis when they get back. Not that it matters. Did you feel like we had a weird game today? 
a weird one. I thought there were six very good games, but oh, just like one that shouldn't have been. Um, yeah, well, like I think a, we had a what the hell happened game. I didn't feel like we had one yet, which makes me wonder if it's Chiefs Broncos tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, we had an asshole last week, so maybe they're giving us a, a little bit of a break. Yeah, there weren't too many big upsets. There it seemed like upsets with it. it seemed like Niners Chargers was on its way. Right. And then uh, the Chargers rallied back, and Tennessee's a nice little upset. Yeah, a nice little one. Getting points. I of all the uh, flip around on league class teams, um, I think Tennessee has been the most impressive for what it seems like their talent is. Um, what our expectations have been of them week to week, and just kind of, I'm always looking at this point after four weeks for teams that have some sort of identity, right? Which is why I still don't have a total feel for the Jags. Like Bortles is up and down one week. He's got six points. The next week he's yep. thrown for three eighty in the jets. I just don't trust him. I think their defense is good. I don't think it's great. I think the bears defense is potentially great, but you go on down the line. And that's one I of think the, those, those are the two defenses, right? Bears and Jags. Who else do you trust? I mean, the Rams, I would say the Rams. It feels like they don't have to play defense. It's more exciting when they don't, but they they could step it up for sure. But those two, maybe three. I would see. I would put the Rams in there. I I don't want to overreact to that Thursday game. They they didn't have either corner. Peters was playing hurt. Talib was out. Mm -hmm. It was a Thursday night. It was four days after the Vikings had clearly scouted. They had prepared for the Rams and forgot to prepare for Week Three. But I I think that was a bad matchup for them, and I I think I could see them that defense ramping it up as it goes along. But when you talk about like identities, you know, you look around the league and Casey, they can score the chargers. They can put up points. The Ravens are a team that I felt like found their identity a little bit tonight. And and it was already there. It was the same identity they've had for 12 years, but just a professional team. Guys know what they're doing. Well coached, good special teams. They can make a couple big plays. I'm still, I still don't love them. But they know they know who they are. I guess is my point. Whereas, like, and tough too. Like, yeah, tough. all these AFC North teams are tough, and I don't know what that that translates to when they play outside the North. Like, it, it they should beat teams up that aren't a little softer, but sometimes they don't get up for those games too. So, from a betting perspective, it's hard to um, gauge which, which way they're going. And the Browns know who they are are too. They're a really fun team with a terrible <laughs> coach. They know who they are. <laughs> Hugh How Jackson. about that, though? Like, you could say the refs screwed them twice. They did. Definitely definitely once. That was a fumble. I don't, I don't know what anybody saw there. That was a fumble, maybe for a touchdown. But And the and the first down mark was short. But how, how about them that they're just – they're at – I mean, they had the ball up eight with a minute 40 left. Against they, the Raiders. Against John against Gruden. Against the Raiders, and it was fourth and, and eight inches. And they were eight inches from winning that game. Typical it was, Brown. It was uh, – I would have gone for it. I just feel yeah. like the Raiders were terrible. You could get a you can get a foot on them, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I How about know. this? You finally you do have carte blanche if you're Hugh Jackson. At this point, you have to realize that, right? It's like, hey, if you go for it, what are they going to do? Fire you? That that's like um, <laughs> the seven hundred fifty thousandth worst team you think you've done to this team. You're, you're going to be fine. I was but really they are fun to watch. I mean, this Chubb. Yeah, they have like over two hundred yards rushing between the two guys with Hyde and Chubb and. I think I think I'm going to be interested in watching. That could be my new favorite division. I don't know. I enjoy the Browns as well. And Baker was did a terrific job today, considering he's a rookie and he barely knows what he's doing. It mm-hmm. can't be glossed over what a terrible throw that was at the end of regulation. Really bad. 
going for the home run ball. He's on the 50. You just need 20 more yards. You got, you yeah. have enough time to make at least three more plays. And he just heaved it in a, he tried to hero ball it and it was a mistake, but it, it, it's incredible. The Browns are one, two and one and could legitimately be four and oh, right? <laughs> You the the two and the one and that one two and one were all they yeah. completely fucked up in those three games. Right, Hugh Jackson. Exactly. It's like imagine if they had anybody else as a coach. I wonder. I just wonder what would happen. Uh, Kyle and I, I I picked Nick Chubb in our fantasy league and waved him after a week. Kyle and I had Nick Chubb buried on our bench in the Ringer fantasy league. Nick mm-hmm. Chubb, Nick Chubb was kind of eye opening today. He, it was fun. Uh, he didn't have a lot of carries. He though, right? did not. He did not. But yeah. he he did some stuff when he had the ball. I was yeah for sure. I uh, if they get him going on top of Baker and some of the plays, it's funny though that they gave up on Josh Gordon, but they've put all their eggs in the Callaway basket. Who was really good today? But it's like he uh, was he really good? I mean, I guess he had a lot of he, he had, had a couple Baker of big plays. Lot, he dry, he had some drops though too, or at least one big drop. I he thought. did. But he had us. He One had a thing couple. We have to do is we we. Uh, I don't know why we didn't do it. And I did this with uh, I did this with Darnold. When these rookies go on the road, they're going to throw an interception, and it's only like minus one fifty five. We have to jump on it. Baker had one. Mm. I think Rosen had. Well, he hasn't been on the road yet, right? Darnold. Yeah. Um, what other rookie? Well, Bethard you could have had today. Like any of these guys. That's not. That's not bad. No, I'm in. I'm in on that. Uh, your team. Did you yeah. feel like your season was over if you lost that game? Yeah, I still feel like it's oh, over. Oh, you still feel I, like it's over anyway? I, I think Matt Patricia showed his true colors. I, I definitely know Jason Garrett did. He burned two challenges in the first half on like third and short. So I was like, oh, here we go. But Zeke couldn't help but to have a big game again. Like your team was the only one that didn't expose this, this Lions, uh, you know, the, the defensive run game. Yeah. Like a run, run defense. So, um, I mean, they, they put up, Giant numbers, the Niners put up giant numbers, the Jets put up giant numbers running against Detroit. But um, yeah, leave it to the Cowboys to win, but not cover. I still think Dak is, is having trouble making a big throw in the red zone. That, that's what it's going to come down to. Made one big play, though, at the end of the fourth quarter there. He did. Jeff Swain. That was nice. It was classic when uh, when you're up three and settled for the field goal to go up six, leaving the yeah. door open for the Lions to go up by one, which they immediately did. <laughs> and then uh, you had to go back and get the field goal, but it was. But don't you think you touched on it a little bit? Like, okay, so like they figured out stolen bases aren't a good way to go in yeah. Major League Baseball. Ricky Henderson would have 110, and and Vince Coleman, all these guys are like, hey, these guys could score from on a double. Let's readjust. I think your thing is the same way. It's like, hey, there's too many pass interference calls. There's too many roughing the passer calls. We need to put up sevens instead of threes. That's the only way. So yeah. Don't you think there's going to be a switch for teams, not Jason Garrett run teams, but real teams? Yeah, teams, go smarter for, teams. Like on fourth and three and Savvier fourth and teams. four. I, 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 think, I think that could happen. I actually thought of a way to solve overtime today. What is it? Okay, so overtime starts. No punts. Hmm. First team that scores wins. So we're back to no that. Punts, so no that, punts. So though. you maybe don't take the ball then. Do you take the ball or you don't take the ball? No punts. So it's fourth and eight. You got to go for it. You're on your own 22. Right. So if you're uh, taking the ball, you're, you're going for it, man. You got to get that 40 to 50 yards to get into field goal range or the other team's going to score. Like I it, like it, that. 
if the goal is to make the overtime go as fast as possible, mm-hmm. um, so that these guys aren't on the field for too long, no punts, get rid of it. First team scores because yeah. they're in this no man's land now where every time there's an overtime, it goes for 10 minutes. You notice that there's no right. like quick overtime. Oh, the game's over. It's always like it takes no, everyone's tentative. Yeah. We almost saw three scores in the Tennessee Philly overtime. Yeah. Right? Did they, we, they take their time. Weird. The first, the team that gets the ball, they try to have the long drive and, you know, it, it, it's 45 minutes, but, um, I would be up for just getting rid of punting. I think that would work. Uh, yeah, this is Guant- Guantanamo-ish, but I thought they should make Oakland and Cleveland play until someone scored. Like, I, don't, I was like, no, you guys settle this. You're that bad. You're going to, you're going <laughs> to prove something to the fans here, but play at a baseball diamond. Matter. Uh, Speaking of that, yeah, I was just going to say, like, Cleveland purposely took that that side. Like, Oakland won the toss, yeah. and Cleveland's like, hey, you're kicking from second base, right? Yeah. Like that, that's, that was smart. That was smart. Huge a compliment for Hugh Jackson. <laughs> he was thinking about baseball. That's, that's what happened. Like, we'll take the yeah, Indian We'll make him kick from week. second base. Uh, yeah. Nephew Kyle and I watched Tony Romo. Uh, a football, a football life on the NFL Network this weekend. Nephew Kyle's a lot younger than us. Did not remember a lot of the beats of the Tony Romo thing. It mm-hmm. on the cable guide, it was listed as sports. It really should have been listed as horror, like you would with like oh. The Exorcist or Halloween. It's I, I just forgot show. how how tragic it was. And then on top of it, they interview his wife after like the fifth straight year where something horrible happened to Tony Romo, and yeah. now she's crying. And talking about how tough it was. And then they go back to her later and she's sobbing again. She cried. She's a lovely, lovely lady. Lovely I, lady. It was an Emmy award winning performance by her because it wasn't a performance. That's what a, that's a, I tried to explain to my wife. That's what a supportive wife does. She didn't like, she took it as a dig against her and but fine. So be it. But yeah, that's, she took that's, that as a dig. When I when I was telling her what a supportive wife is like, yeah, she didn't like that. So <laughs> you think you should take some lessons? Yeah, something like that. You'd never cry about me. <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't need a, a few tears every now and then. Would be okay, right? <laughs> I'd so, a big bet. Cousin Sal, football life. You don't think your wife would cry? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. She'd be living in the big house and talking about (laughs) what a scoundrel I was. No, I I felt bad. In fact, I knew exactly what was coming. And I was like, oh, can we spend more time with him living in Wisconsin? Because I know how this ends. Yeah. And uh, he's a great guy and great career and everything. But I forgot the injuries he played with. Forget about what took him out. Yeah. Yeah. The punctured punctured lung was tough. Yeah. Cousin Sal football life is I would absolutely watch that. It'd be fantastic. (laughs) It'd be great. Brad would be in it. <laughs> your wife, your wife would not be crying. Uh, you no, tell the story about with the Romo, <laughs> the the botched extra point, and you went to see Blood Diamond, and you cried that night. You'd be crying as you told the Blood Diamond story, but your wife. Oh yeah, would, you're right. Yeah, your wife would just be have, eyes. Uh, DiCaprio went to speak on it too, yeah. <laughs> in a South African accent. Because <laughs> it's how football life. They're going to run out of these eventually. At some point, you should be in these. You can talk about your bad beats. Your greatest bets. Like 65 years when it doesn't matter. Giants. Which Giants-Pats game did you get killed by? The which Super Bowl? Was it the 07 uh, one? All, all of them? Both of them? You had both well, of them. one of them. You had well, the, the Giants. The Pats-Rams was the one that killed me. Oh. That was the one. That's I, the one where I told Jimmy, who was making Fox picks, and it was his last year. I was like, ah. And he didn't pick against the spread. I was just take the, I was like, take the Patriots to win. What were they, 12, 13-point underdog? Were they yeah. that high? 
Yeah, 14, I think. He's like, really? I said, yeah, yeah, just take them to win. So they win. We're, we're at the game. We're all at the game. Finn and Terry right through the uprights. He looks over at my head in my hands. I was, he's like, what are you talking about? You told me to take the Patriots. I said, I had 10 grand on the Rams money line. <laughs> Which was a lot of money back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of money, let's do uh, week five right after this break. Let's take a break to talk about our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It could be one of the most important purchases you'll ever make. That's an understatement. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with higher payments, turning a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, and credit to give you a verified approval, which means you have the strength of a cash buyer. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They'll lock your interest rate up for 90 days. If rates go up, your rate stays the same. If rates go down, you get to keep the lower rate. Either way you win. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Bill Simmons rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Again, rocketmortgage.com slash Bill Simmons. All right. Week five. That'd be good. Because it's how football life should happen. I would I would totally watch that. I would hope to be interviewed for it. Thursday night, Patriots home for the Colts. I went from just being traumatized, upset, sad, hurt by the by the end of the Patriots dynasty, which it has to end at some point. Everything ends. Um mm-hmm. really worried about the Miami game. Bet on Miami. I might have might have tried to buy the win a little bit. I'm not going to lie. All of a sudden now, Friday morning, the Pats could be three and two. That could oh, yeah, happen, right. so. Home, Thursday night, hosting the Colts. I like this Colts team. I, I I think every game they've either hung around or looked really good or they're they're not bad, that's for sure. And I think the Pats are going to be favored by too many points. I have Pats by seven and a half. More than that, my friend. I said nine, and they have it as ten. That's ridiculous. No, why is it ridiculous? Colts can't go on the road yet and and stay within a touchdown, right? They can move the ball though. Like even like Miami, once they fell behind, they they, Tannehill couldn't move the ball because he's Tannehill. But Mm -hmm. luck, luck can play from behind, and I don't know. That's a lot of points. Is there any ill will? Do the Patriots need to smack them around a little more for Deflategate, or is that over with? I'm trying to think. Has anybody left from Deflategate? I think everybody's gone. Even Bob Kravitz is gone. Bob Kravitz is gone. Ryan Grigson's gone. Jim Ursay doesn't know where he is. Ursay's still there, yeah. Hench had some classic text today as in the first half when Brady wasn't looking good. Oh, he's the best. (laughs) (laughs) He 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 sent one text like... Tell Guerrero to take care of this right now. Pull Brady aside. <laughs> Pull him in the blue tent. Uh, but yeah, uh, everything's fine. What Bro. was the more recent one? Uh, was it also a Thursday night game? I think when the Colts lined up, they had like three. Uh, they had like a, a just had the center and the quarterback, and they ran a play. Everyone else was spread out. What was oh that? yeah, that was a couple of years ago. That was great. Uh, 
It's nice history between these teams. Doesn't yeah, there really is. It's fun. It's it's hasn't worked out lately, but there is a little bit of history. I wish I wish the old GM was still there. I think he's like a talk show guy now or something. Mm. All right, so so if that gets to you think that gets to nine or that stays at ten? I don't know. I don't know where this Colts money is coming from. Okay, maybe it goes. Maybe it gets to nine and a half. The so Patriots he, have been six and a half three of the last four weeks. They've gone six and a half, teetered around six and a half seven, and Vegas hasn't really gotten slammed for it. So yeah, I'm surprised they're making it this high. I am excited to have Edelman back, and I think he's going to make a big difference. It's been amazing that the Pats are even able to score points at all without a traditional slot receiver because that's been Brady's. Is know. Gronk play? I mean, I'm, I'm 0 4 in our fantasy league, and God bless me, I deserve every loss. But I spent $30 on Gronk. I mean, I, yeah. And you, you see guys like Cook on the Raiders who are much more valuable for a dollar. Yeah. What, what's you the might- story? You you might have been better off taking that thirty dollars and setting it on fire. Unfortunately, <laughs> I could still do it. He uh, he just he just looks like an old car that has a lot of miles on it. Unfortunately, what he really needs is he needs uh, Alex Guerrero needs to step it up with him. I think Alex Guerrero or Paul Heyman from the WWE something That's needs his next to happen, stop, right? Or they need to One move to two. they might need to move to a Brock Lesnar schedule with him where um, yeah. Where he, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he just he only plays like once a month against big uh, in big games <laughs> and that's it. Just sits the rest of the time. Sunday, marquee game. What'd you have for this? Out of curiosity, uh, let me look here. I uh, it's between Jacksonville, Kansas City. I just Man, couldn't I love Atlanta. Atlanta, Pittsburgh's fun, but not necessarily marquee. So I had oh, that as be those two, right? Yeah, I had Steelers-Falcons as the marquee game because this will be the week when it's going to be a week of is Roethlisberger done? What should they do about Le'Veon Bell? What's going on with Mm -hmm. them? Has Mike Tomlin lost the team? All that shit's going to happen. And then on the Falcons side, how are they one and three? What's going on with this team? It's almost like like a car crash game. You you can't look away. And there's a lot of fun guys on both sides of the ball. Neither team can stop the other. It has 80-point potential. What do you think the over is for the the over for this game has to be like fifty five, fifty six? I would guess. Yeah, I think so. I think tonight was fifty four, right? Wasn't yeah, yeah. High? So this has to be like fifty six, fifty seven, something yeah. like that. And I gotta say, like, there are no must wins in the first weekend in October. But if you're the Falcons, you you can't go one and four. You just can't. Right. That's not acceptable. Now you had now I think ten wins in the NFC. You have to have ten to make the make the playoffs this year. So if they lost that, they'd have to go nine and two the rest of the way to even like potentially make the playoffs. So big one for them. And then on the flip side with the Steelers, this would be bad Pittsburgh. But if Pitt lost their second home game in a row, that's rough too. And I know they have a tough schedule. I know they play the AFC North all back to back coming up. That's yeah. not easy. They, oh, they play Atlanta, then they're at Cincy. They play the Browns at the Ravens. And then, like, versus the Panthers, and then at the Jaguars doesn't doesn't let up for them. Yeah. So if they lost, they'd be one three and one. Mm-hmm. And as you said, really no easy games left. No. Uh, I'm looking. I'm going through right now. Is there? Well, listen. Nothing's an easy game. They tied the freaking Browns. What what could you list as an easy game for them? It's, it's Oak. I get at Oakland is the easiest game they have left. Yeah. So I feel like they I, lose that game sometimes. I think the Bengals. Should have been the best team in this division, but it looks like they might be snake bit again. 
like Eifert just he's done now. And and um not a great That's huge because he was starting to play well and that, that that was a nice weapon. Not a great replay injury either. No. Not a good no, one. Not one of my it was favorite. one of those ah injuries. Hate those. You know it's bad when um when the guys in the other team are coming over for the helmet tap. But when you when you hear but don't see like if you read on Twitter like uh, Tyler Eifert suffers a gruesome leg injury, I have to look. You should you look you search for it or when it's on you're like all right I'll watch. No, I I, I get it over with. I go and search for it. Oh really? I search Twitter. I I do the video search on Twitter for Eifert injury and then I just get it over with. You're a sick sick man. I just sick. I I don't want to be surprised by it. I want to watch it on my terms. I, I like to watch football tragedies on my terms. I just like to get it over with. Oh, well, good. Then you'll love my football life. Because <laughs> it's how football life. I have uh, Steelers at home, minus two and a half over the Falcons. You're going to get this. I went way high. I said five and a half because I just thought, you know what? I did it before the game also, but tonight, but it's three and a half. So you win that one. It's a little too high. I guess that defense, uh, this is going to be fun. I'm glad it's not in November where it's cold and these receivers have trouble getting open and everything. I'm glad it's first week in October. Could see some points. The one thing the Falcons can do for as bad as their defense has been is is at least get pressure. You mm-hmm. know? But there's a chance that they just might have played really good offenses a few weeks in a row. And even once they get by the Steelers game, I, I think they're they just had bad luck with their schedule the first few weeks. Um, yeah, they have other issues. Check, I don't think it gets easier for them much either. Because the Bengals are a leg- legitimately good offensive team this year for whatever reason. Sure. I don't know how long it's going to last. Sure. Watchables. Kansas City home for the Jags. I have the Chiefs laying five and a half against the Jags. I said five, and they went low. Vegas did. They say three and a half. Now, so I'm gonna love this game if the Chiefs blow it tomorrow. Aren't well, you? Here's the here on the flip side, what if the Chiefs win by like twenty tomorrow? What happens to this uh, line? Then I'm not gonna love it as much. See, isn't that <laughs> stupid? They'll solidify themselves as one of the top, if not the top team, but I'll still not like it as much at three and a half. This is a big night for Mahomes. There's been uh and rightfully so, uh, Mahomes mania the last three weeks, but he hasn't had the national spotlight game. Has mm-hmm. he? I don't think he's just been Sunday afternoons. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. This is a nice one for him. Chargers home for the Raiders. I have this as the, in the watchables, the second one of the watchables. Sure. I, I got to say, I I enjoy the Raiders. I I like seeing Gruden on the sidelines and making fun of him. I love the fact that they don't have a pass rush because they traded Khalil Mack for the season for reasons <laughs> that are made unclear. They have some skill guys. Marshawn Lynch is really kind of beast modey. It's it's he hilarious. Not giving up, yeah, he I'm not giving up. That's for sure. I, I thought his career was going to be over. I think Carr's been mo- flinging the ball and looking at least a little bit like the guy from two years ago. There's, is there a bigger discrepancy from the bad version of a quarterback to a good version of a quarterback than there is with Derek Carr? Yeah, Blake Bortles. Almost said David Carr. Blake Bortles. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. He's, it's getting close now though. It really is. Like you're, you're sometimes you're like, how did Carr throw that? But that's that's ridiculous at this point that he's still throwing that pass. And then you're like, oh, unbelievable. Uh, Jordy Nelson's lucky to have him as a quarterback. We should mention the Raiders tied the game on a two point. 
yeah. at the tail end on the worst play in football, the fade pass it in the end zone to Jordy Nelson. It's just you know, a, I thought they'd horrible. review it because he did a nice job, but he also to to catch his feet, he also let go of the ball for a second and yeah. then pinned it back against his chest. But they were already they already like they already were set to kick off. Weird. He got interfered with nine times on the play. The ball hit his helmet right. before it hit his hands. Mm-hmm. And he held on to it. It, it, it. In my opinion, still the worst playing football. I don't. I don't even <laughs> care if he caught it. The third. Well, it's the Browns. They, everybody figures. Well, I know it's a bad play, but we're, we're up against the Browns here. So when it's thirty percent chance, we just got a shot up to seventy. The Raiders four straight weeks. They have uh, either had a chance to win, had the lead. Um, came back, but they've been in all of these games, which I don't think either of us expected. We have a pretty sizable wager on on the Raiders under. I don't. I it, it bothers me a little that they're not that awful. I shouldn't yeah, worry about this they, yet, right? They have they have very solid teams in that division, right? I mean, yeah, they're okay. going to lose three out of I four just, in the to the to San Diego and KC. I think I would not have them in my bottom five. No. Yeah, I guess we don't cross it. Who have we crossed off through four weeks? Let's just do it right now. And it's just Arizona? No, we have to cross off. We have to do one every week. Oh, we do? Yeah, that's the rule. Oh, I don't think we're going to get to... Can we get to four already? Yes. Okay, Arizona, Buffalo, right, Buffalo? Yeah. Buffalo. There's we. Um, those are gone already. We got rid of those. Oh, I see. Okay, well, do we want to say goodbye to the Jets? Um, or yeah. Oakland? Or both. I don't want to say goodbye to Oakland yet. I, th- I we think need they've four though. I think they've lingered. Well, we have Buffalo, oh, San Francisco, San Francisco, and the Jets, right? I'd like to cross off San Francisco. Okay. Uh, for my right. fourth team. Okay. Wow. This... Here are your choices: Colts, Jets, Lions, and I guess Browns. Um, Fuck. Giants. It's got We can't cross off the Jets? Yeah, no, we can. That's who I had initially. Let's cross off the Jets. Yeah, because yeah, because they lost the division already. Yeah. So there you go. Those four. <laughs> Are the Raiders worse than the Giants? If they played on a neutral field. No, they're not worse. They're not worse. I don't think they're worse. Are no, they, we, don't know. we only have to do four, but the, we could work. No, but know, I'm we're saying so the Giants, we're ready for the Giants next week. Let's just warn them. But I'm saying if they're not worse than the Giants, then they're not one of the five worst teams in the league because yeah. we already crossed off four. And I'll tell you right. another thing. I'm not sure they're worse than the Texans. The Giants? Well, they beat them, right? No, I'm not. I'm not sure the Raiders are worse than the Texans. Oh, I know. I think you can make a case they're the seventh worst team, which is kudos to John Gruden. He knows what he's doing, man. Gotcha. Great job by him. <laughs> what are the odds that John Gruden makes it to Vegas? Oh, Minus two. He's making it. They they haven't been the train wreck we expected. We have we have to hand it to them. He could quit. He could just take off. He could say screw this. No, it's like too much money. You see, they're pay- sending him ten million dollars a year. Minus two forty. I'll say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Then we'll finish the rest of the lines. One more break to talk about our buddies at Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe is built strong, smart, easy to use, exactly how your home security should be. But Simply Safe goes on beyond what home security should be. Its intuitive design influences every step of securing your home. Like installation, Simply Safe ships right to your door, ready to go. Easy setup takes under an hour, never stops. 
Simply Safe's built-in backups protect you through power failures, Wi-Fi outages, baseball bats, nephew Kyle entering your house accidentally and setting the alarm off. If an yeah, intruder I- smashes your keypad, Simply Safe still calls for help. No contracts, no fees, or hidden auto renew- renewal gotchas. Just the same great security. Already protecting 2 million Americans. Wow. 24-7 monitoring, lightning fast police, fire dispatch, and all it does is cost $14.99 a month. Order today. You'll get free shipping, free returns. Start your risk-free 60-day trial at simplysafe.com slash BS. Once again, simplysafe with two eyes.com slash BS. All right, we're back and we forgot to finish Chargers Raiders. I have a, did we finish that? I guess Chargers by eight. Oh, no, yeah, we didn't finish that. All right, you're going to get this. I said minus nine, six and a half. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Raiders. This is just little frisky. They, they take a point off because it's a division rivalry, which is stupid, but we we did make a pack. We're not giving laying big points with the Chargers anymore. I, I beg to differ. They they didn't take a point away. They took three points away for the missed field goal that whoever the Chargers kicker is oh, going to yeah. miss. So that this has is, to be figured in at some point, 100%. right? Half point, something? Maybe more. Maybe this should be Chargers nine and a half and they just remove the missed field goal and it goes to six that and a half. That said, I will say this. If there's one offensive play that as a defense I don't want to have to go up against, it's that sidearm middle screen pass from Rivers to Melvin Gordon. Mm. I just feel like that's a seven-yard gain every time. I think I have a team I'd rather cross off than the Jets. What happened? Who? We left out somebody that just looks like a walking zombie. The Seattle Seahawks. Oh. I would rather cross uh, them off than the Jets. They're two and two. Two and but two. But it could go two and ten in eight weeks. Right. They play the well, Rams. Let's they, wait. Let's wait. Because when the Rams lay a, a, a smackdown on them, then, then we can gladly say goodbye to them. You sure? Well, again, instead of the Jets, you don't think they beat the Jets this week if they played them? All right, so ten wins to win the to make the NFC playoffs. They're going home for the Rams, home for Oakland, bye week at Detroit, home for the Chargers at the Rams, home for Green Bay at Carolina, home San Francisco, home Minnesota at San Francisco, home KC, home Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of these teams are making the playoffs, but we have to we have to stick with the ceremonial part of this, right? Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll I think you're, let's stay you're, with the Jets. I think Seattle's terrible. So that the Bills and Jets are safe crossouts at this point. Yeah. The Seattle's terrible though. Let's let's not yeah. let's not sleep on that. Well, and we're ready for them. We're ready for the Giants. You know, whoever wants to join. Losing Earl Thomas isn't great either. The barely watchables. You know, the, I'm screw that. I'm putting this in the watchables after what the Ravens did today. Cleveland at home against Baltimore. Oh yeah, this is fun. I don't know if you know this, Sal, but but. Baltimore used to be Cleveland. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. They moved to Baltimore. Oh. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Mayflower Van? Oh, is that something Not, else? No, people don't. People don't forget. Know. People forget that that happened. I have a... I can't believe I'm doing this. No, I'm not going to do it. I get the... Well, ra- let me just say, you're going to be closer than I am. Whatever, whatever you say right now is going to be closer than I was. I'm going to go Ravens by one and a half. Wow. What the f- What? I said seven. 
and it's two and a half. Oh, I almost wanted to make the Browns favorites in that game, but the Ravens look good tonight. Okay, so even at two and a half, you said one and a half. Browns are good. They're they they they're they have good football players. <laughs> Nephew Kyle, it's, isolate that sound drop. Right they have, there. They have a terrible coach, but they have a lot of talent. Well, that's part of not being good that you can't finish games. That uh, has to be factored in. They're not. They're not. My point is, they're not a doormat, and they're going to be home. Their crowd is going to be losing their fucking minds for Baker. And I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough game. That's a tough win for Baltimore coming off the Sunday nighter. I'm going to be rooting for the Browns. Uh, I like Baltimore's offense today. I don't know. I guess it's the same. I'll tell you what. Something, something magical has happened with the Browns. Where you he have the ball over four times today, didn't he, Baker? Like, listen, everyone, calm down a little bit. Stats are irrelevant. He, he and he threw the terrible <laughs> pass at the end. That the, well, all he had to do was do two ten yarders. It's fine. He's super fun to watch. He really is. He's incredibly fun to watch. It's fun to have the Browns even be frisky. It's really fun when they're at home. I love the Hugh Jackson part of this. I love every sideline shot of him. I love when him and Todd Haley are pretending to have a conversation. Um, I love the hard knocks history. They are my team of the year through four games. Unbelievable. They are my league pass team of the year. I really enjoy the Browns. Who's been more fun than the Browns this year? They made Thursday night fun. You know what's going to be great? When they're 1-7-1 and one and you refuse to cross them off. <laughs> and you're like, don't you think we should cross off the Vikings? Like, no, no, the Browns. Are tired. They're, they're eliminated. They're actually actually eliminated from the playoffs. That, they're going to be 1-4-3 and three after eight weeks. <laughs> Headed <laughs> headed for four, seven, and five. I don't know how you get excited about like it betting them plus two and a half. Like they need to get three points or more, don't they? I'm not alone with my excitement for the Browns. And no, I, I refuse to be pigeonholed. My entire staff is more excited for this Browns thing than anything else happening in football right now, except for Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes is, you know, his own his own uh, su- football positive tsunami. But the 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 Browns thing, it's just, they've been so bad for so long. They've made our lives miserable for so long. They've just been the, the turd in the punch bowl of every league past Sunday. And now they're fun. Browns Raiders, even a year ago, is the worst game of the weekend. And it was super fun. I enjoyed it. It's okay to be fun. It's okay. But they're, they have a loser coach who's going to put them in loser situations and guarantee that they lose. That's it. They're fun for three and a half quarters. And then you're getting two and a half and they lose by three. You're like, oh, what the hell did I just do? That's it's, the Browns. All right, they beat the Jets. So let's see them do a little something more. I mean, today was typical of them. If anything, you look at it and be like, oh, no, same old Browns. That's how I see it. Would you rather have Hugh Jackson or Jason Garrett? I got to think about that one. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, man. I really don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Get back. Answer that one next week. Right I'll give you one more week to answer that one. All right. <laughs> Lions Packers in Detroit. Matthew Stafford did it again. Another wonderful fantasy day at another loss. I don't know how yeah. he does it. Um, Aaron Rodgers, really salty after the Green Bay game. Super yeah. pissy about uh, the offense. Just wasn't happy about a lot of stuff. He, w- I will say he was moving better this week. Didn't you think? He looked better, yeah. He looked better. He looked better. Yeah, whatever's going That's on. That's what you should do. That's a respectable score when you're hosting the Bills, 22 nothing. Yeah, the, that's what you should you know, take un- note, Vikings. The unsatisfying 22 nothing. Right. I started uh, Allison this week in fantasy over Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen had 
the red medical flag next to him. And then his injuries were knee and tooth. The tooth thing freaked me out. So I sat him. And Allison had like 80 yards, but also dropped a a few passes. Right. um, Yeah, they look good. They're all right. Um, They had like six sacks, I think, right? Like Josh Allen was not, that guy Fackrell had three. I think the Packers are back, I think. You make them a favorite in this game? We do this every year. We go backwards and we say there's like five games a year that were just so weird and so stupid. You just have to throw them out. I think we have to throw out Bill's Vikings and go back to our original premise that the Bills are a train wreck. Yeah. They threw us off the scent last week. It happens. But I, I don't think we can lose. Where are you? I was arguing with the locking in people on this about the there being tape on a quarterback. How do you, how important do you think that is? Like with Joe, well now there's tape on uh, on Josh Allen, so they're gonna they're gonna eat him up. Said, what? There's been tape on Josh Allen. Like they didn't, um, you know, the Bills didn't draft him from a LinkedIn request right. or like you know they didn't they didn't get uh, his bar. I don't understand. Like why is why is this a hard thing? There's been tape of him throwing into double coverage now, dating back to his college days. Yeah, he played preseason. There's a lot going on with him. Yeah, I don't. The tape thing, I don't think it's like a like a baseball pitcher that came up from AAA that everybody has to mm-hmm. see for a couple months and then figure out some pitch tipping. Josh Rosen's Instagram stories and his bar mitzvah tape have really, um, it's an eye opener for Seattle. <laughs> bar, and Pete Carroll was able to capitalize. Bar mitzvah tape. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, so what it, I had the Lions one and a half. What'd you have? Oh, wow. I'm not even, I can't even do the math on this. I said Green Bay. Minus two and a half. Actually, it's Green Bay minus one and a half. So I'll get that, right? Yeah, that's stupid. The Lions should be favored. I, these are basically the same the same caliber of team, I think. You don't think? Yeah. Yeah, I guess offensively. Just, they're the same <sighs> team. Lions are home. More important game for the Lions. Tough. Get, you, you get to run against the, the Lions. And this Jones guy, Jones and Williams, could, could maybe emerge and help uh, Aaron Rodgers out. But. Since he's, probably stay away. since he's home for the Dolphins, um, since he's seven and a half, I, I oh, do wow. that. That's my prediction. And I will say that, uh, I, I've enjoyed betting on the Bengals all season. I well, really gonna enjoy putting them in a teaser. Well, I, I was going to say four yeah. and it's five and a half. Oh, so you get that. Yeah, I get that. And it's a, I mean, one team looks like a three and one team and one looks like a one and three team, right? I'm in on the Bengals. I, I will absolutely tease them. Excited to do that. I hope. I wish it was rainy. I wish this game was in November. Tannehill didn't have a shot. I can't believe he was 10-1 in the last 11 starts before this Patriots game. Yeah, no, he was we really, really... bought into all the nonsense. Kyle, have we seen a worse quarterback? Than Tannehill? I don't think so. Yeah, we Bradford? were like laughing when Bradford? he was going back to oh, pass. Yeah, I don't know. He was so bad. I, I mean... It's almost like he had one of those games where he should have said afterwards that he had a migraine, but he played through it. Yeah, it's bizarre. This is his seventh year. What an, an experiment. Another teaser game, Panthers at home playing the Giants. And uh, the Giants, it's, it's just it's bad times. Yeah. That's just such a boring offense, right? Ugh. Everything's third and long. They're not using Barkley right. Enough with the screens to Barkley. It's it's really uh, Eli will be like twenty-two for twenty-six, and they'll have no points. I, I don't know. 
It's, I like this team. It's like playing Madden with my son when he picks the Giants because they have Barkley and Beckham and then just spends the game trying to get them the ball, but the other team knows what he's doing. That's yeah, right. like, that's what it's like to watch the Giants. Yeah, they're running like the like what what the 49ers offense should be. I have uh, Panthers by six, and I think this is a tease candidate as well. Uh, I think we split this, right? I said seven, and it's six and a half. Yeah. And then the third, third tease candidate, um, and I really hope this line doesn't go higher than the number I'm going to guess, but the Rams are at Seattle. I, I think this could be your lock it in Friday. This could be your big bet. I oh, have yeah. the Rams by seven. I think it gets up to like nine by game time. Wow. Well, I guessed nine, and it is seven. So you get that exactly. Oh. Well, we should probably. It doesn't seem like very long ago when Seattle was favored by, like, Seattle was favored by seven or nine at home against the Rams, right? A couple of years. Oh, yeah. But this division, this division, it's like just, it's it's a merry-go-round. One year, Mm -hmm. this team's the best. The next year, this team's the best. It's really the torch passing in this division has been pretty crazy. I think as soon as we finish this podcast, we should tease the Rams with like five games. Well, here's why we should. Because McVay, we, we talk about always like, oh, three days extra to prepare. Yeah. And that doesn't matter for a lot of coaches. McVay's the best. And Wade Phillips is excellent. And so those three days will matter. And the Seahawks. Yeah, this is a win. Do not have a lot of talent and lost Disley today and Earl Thomas. Yeah. I... I don't want this to be a situation where 25 years from now when my son has been gambling for a while and he looks <laughs> at me and he goes, Dad, when the Rams went 16-0 and and, and McVeigh put up 700 points before we turned him, before he ran for president in 2020, did you bet on them every week? And I don't want to have to look him in the eye and say that I didn't. <laughs> you could probably lie. <laughs> I'll hide my pad. I've had four of the first five weeks, Ben, but not all five. All right, the poop. Any chance of them going undefeated? I think I saw uh, nine to one. Really? Yeah. Can I? Let's. I'm gonna quickly. I'll check it. I'll check it. But I think I saw the eight or nine to one. Yeah, the injury part is just. So here's the rest of the way. There's so automatic wins in that division all over the place. Here's their gauntlet, though. The next three weeks are at Seattle, at Denver, at San Francisco. Home for Green Bay. At New Orleans, home Seattle, home KC, at Detroit, at Chicago. And that's a Sunday, one o'clock, December 9th game. Home Philly. Where at, is Rams KC? That's great. Where is that one? That's uh that is an ESPN game Monday, November 19th. Where it was it is it here? It's it's in LA, yeah. We should go to that one. I, I'm almost thinking we should go to that. I would never suggest going to a game and seeing it live. That'd be but. fun. Uh, then at Arizona, home San Francisco. I think they lose. I don't. I don't see them going undefeated. Not, well, not that that's a lose. no. I. I, I fun, they. Though. That would be hard to win all. There's like they have four monster games on that schedule that I think would be tough to. Well, here's what's going to suck, and also for fantasy owners who have them, they, they could be. What if they're thirteen and zero? You know, they're sitting one of the last three, right? They'll they'll have everything clinched probably. McVeigh seems like the kind of guy to me that would just go for it. I think he, I really think he's, yeah. I think he's wired the same way Belichick is. I think he's like a innovation mm-hmm. history guy. I think if they're 13 and 0, I don't, I don't see him sitting dudes. All right. Let's look into this bet then. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Poop fact. I got three games. Titans at Bills. 
I have the Titans favored by three. Classic trap game. Titans getting a little Mike Vrabel momentum. Uh, people crossing off the Bills again. A little scary, but uh, I still like the Titans, and I got Titans by three. We split this. I said Titans by four. I don't believe anything in the Bills. It's three and a half. Mm. Classic. Let's go to Buffalo know. where Josh Allen has it going today. Oh, man. Don't <laughs> let me bet on this. Jets, Broncos, Jets home. And we don't know. The Broncos might lose by uh, 40 points on Monday night. Who the hell knows what's going to happen with them? Uh, I get the, the Jets by one. Ooh. No? Let me do some. No, yeah, you got it. I'm the one who screwed that up. I said Denver by two and a half. Uh, this all depends on tomorrow, but it's Jets by two and a half. Oh. Should we have crossed you out the Jets? That. You know what? I wasn't thinking. Denver, cross country, short week. Yeah, that's. It's a good trap game or whatever. Not Did we make a mistake better. crossing up the Jets? If our life uh, depended on it, would you cross them off? I think that once it's crossed off, there's nothing we could do. Yeah, all right. They're, they're crossed off. Well, we're going to die. They're crossed off because of the Patriots, not because they're home against Denver. Well, it's week five, and this is the poop fecta game of the year. It's going to be a hard one to top. We might be able to top it, but it's going to be hard. 49ers at home. Take it on the Cardinals. Just not a lot going on here, Sal. It's a shame one of these two two teams has to win this game. CJ Beathard. Actually, they don't. They could tie. CJ Beathard, I think he broke like seven ribs on that hit today. Um, oh, man. That was like a play again. That was like a Drew Bledsoe, right Mo Lewis hit. Yeah, he came in. Yeah. I don't know how he came back from that. The cards are a mess. And uh, I'm going to try not to watch even one minute of this. I'm trying to think, what would be a worse poop fecta game than this? Bills Cardinals? Bills Cardinals would be the yeah, worst Bill's game Cardinals, we could have. Yeah, that's the worst one we could have. Uh, Kyle reminded me we skipped a game from the Watchables. Eagles Vikings. Wait, did we pick a line for this? We didn't do a line. We oh. almost skipped this one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. <laughs> uh, <I> have <laughs> four, skipping games. 49ers three and a half is my pick. Uh, all right, I said four and it's four and a half. So that's mine. All right, that's, that's offen- all mine. That's offensive. <laughs> the 49ers should not be favored by over four against anybody. That's ridiculous. If you watch this game, there's something wrong with you. If you bet it, you know, it's, it's, it's time to get your head checked out. The only thing I want to bet on is will Dick Stockton do this game? And I'm going to say yes. <laughs> he might bring like a, a, a nephew in to do it. Joe Staley's out. Mike McGinclinchy's out. I don't know what's going to happen with this game. Do you know Dick Stockton died nine years ago and he's entirely CGI? Is that right? Yeah. Who's he married to? He's married to someone. He's not married um, to anybody. He's He died nine years ago. He's oh, he's, C, okay. he's CGI Dick Stockton. I'm telling yeah. you, when they show him, just, you know, CGI is amazing stuff. You look at the social <laughs> network with the Winklevoss twins, what they were able to do with Army Hammer. Um. <laughs> What Fox has done with Dick Stockton, it's incredible. Technology is incredible these days. I hope he's not days. Uh, a fan of ours. I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's not. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he's dead, listening. Huh? I don't think he's listening <laughs> to the pod. Uh, Eagles-Vikings, we forgot to do. That's in Philly. And hey, Philly is right on pace for my prediction for them two, three weeks ago where they're going to look like shit for a while. They're going to linger around. And then come Thanksgiving, they're going to get their shit together. And... I think this looks like a classic 
lose the game at home, everybody goes nuts and writes them off, and then they rally. I have Eagles by three and a half. Yeah, you're going to get it. I shorted them a little. I said Eagles by one. It is three. And yeah, I think, by the way, Dick Stockton, he's on his second wife now. Oh. Married to Leslie Visser, 1983 to 2010. Well, that means they divorced and, or they weren't married in two, after 2010. Oh, that when he did, when you claim he passed away. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't refute my, my theory. No, I know. You're right. Yeah. If they, if they no, stopped being married I'm in just, 2010, that, then I, I, I'm still I'm in play. If you want to send a card to his beloved, those are the, the ones he's married to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a scandal that would be if Dick Stockton was being CGI'd and they were hiding it from us. That would be, be the best sports scandal of the year. He has to come in. Dick Stockton, you're invited to come on the pod if you have an LA game. There you go. By the way, Dick Stockton would be a great podcast. I should do that. Dick Stockton, you're Why invited not? if you're if, oh, if you're not CGI'd. Down now. <laughs> CGI Dick Stockton or real Dick Stockton? Come on. You're in. Sunday night. Oh, no, Sal, your team's playing on Sunday night. Uh Oh, it's the first coach fired bowl. Yes. It, right? Oh, my God. I mean, how much better would it have been if one or both of them had lost this week and easily could have? So how would they do this in wrestling? This would be... The handshake? They'd have, to, they'd have to play again next week, too. This would be the regular match. And then that, they, they'd play the next week. It would be a, a what they call a... Um, Texas death uh, match Texas or something? Texas death match. No disqualification. The first coach fired. Whoever loses, you're fired. Yeah, that's it. The handshake, they just walk sadly to the tunnel. Yeah. I have Houston by three over Dallas. I I have these teams like dead even in my head in in a really mediocre section of the whatever my power pole is. Yeah, you beat me this week already. So I said said Dallas minus one and a half. I thought they'd get the Vegas juice back. That's absurd. Houston minus three and a half. You get the you have to give the hook. God, you should have you should be suspended from locking in for a day for that for that homer. I know it's bad. That's really know. awful. That, Vegas doesn't believe in it. They you really you don't. thought Jason Garrett and the Cowboys were going to be favored on the road on a Sunday night game against somebody that's not a bottom five team? That was dumb. I'm just not that impressed with the show. Yeah, now you know what their their defense is. Watt had two sacks today. Clowney had two sacks. In, the Cowboys are in trouble. Deshaun was, I will say this was the first game ever for Houston. Home Sunday night against Dallas. Dallas was laying six, and Houston beat him outright. Deshaun was uh, looked a little more Deshaun-y today. I guess. It seemed like a lot of that came in the fourth quarter. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what I mean, though. He started to look like Deshaun. Yeah. Monday night. I guess. I, had, I think he had almost 50 yards rushing, too. It was good. Monday night, Saints, Redskins. Um, I had no idea. I feel like I get paid to do this for a living, and I feel like I'm on the ball for the most part. I had no idea Uh Drew Brees was this close to Peyton Manning's record. Peyton Manning just broke that record. I know. That's phenomenal. He's he's like 500 yards away. He's going to – poor Peyton Manning. We acted like, you know, he he had – was the first man on Mars when he broke that Brett Favre record, and then Brees is just zooming by him now. Amazing. Right. Well, it took him three years to get those 500, those last three years to get those last 500 yards, I think. But yeah, yeah he's, he's ahead by five, about and 500 some, yards. And some shipments. Um, <laughs> Sunday night, or Monday night, New Orleans home against Alex Smith and the Redskins of Washington. I feel like the Redskins haven't played in three weeks, but. Yeah, I wish, I wish it was three more weeks. 
I have the Saints by seven. The Redskins alone in first place in the NFC East, right? At yeah, that's one. ludicrous. Um, yeah, you got it exactly. I said six. I guess seven is right. I don't know what to, but the Washington might be the team you don't bet, bet or bet against this year. I love the NFL and their continuing effort to just be complete idiots. The Redskins have a bye week last week and then don't play again until Monday night. They get 15 days off. And yet yeah, right. other teams will play like the Sunday late game and then Thursday, three and a half days later. Like, is there a stupider league than this? I don't think so. Yeah. Can't Washington go to London or something? Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a quite a, quite a break for them. The Saints continue to kind of grind it out. And they're still kicking. And they're now three and one. And it, I, I don't feel good about the three and one. I don't, I don't feel like they've been running on all cylinders, but you know, it seems like when they have to make a play, they make a play. And I think and that's a good like, sign. Um, indicative of like, you could have big, you could have playmakers like the giants have Elbow Beckham jr, but he could be, he could disappear for two weeks or three yeah. out of four weeks or something. Alvin Kamara is just going to score every week. It seems, you know, he's going to have a big game or Michael Thomas. He had 38 receptions in yeah. three weeks. He's going to have a big game. Yeah. Gamers. Breeze doesn't, he doesn't screw around. No. And they get, uh, they get Ingram back this week, right? Yeah. So your, your, yeah. your bye week teams are the bears and the bucks. Yep. Who played each other. Yep. All right. Hold on. Parent corner coming up. We got to take one more break. A little bonus break to talk about our friends at FrameBridge. They make it easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to your travel photos on your phone. Go to FrameBridge.com, upload your photo, or safely mail in your physical pieces with FrameBridge's provided packaging. Preview it online in any frame style. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from FrameBridge's talented designers. Their expert team will custom frame your item, deliver it directly to your door, ready to hang, instead of the hundreds you'd pay. At a framing store, their prices start at $39. All shipping is free. If you follow me on Instagram at spitguy33, S-P-T-G-U-I-3-3, you will notice I take pictures with my guests that come into my office. And you'll always notice the posters beautifully framed behind them. All of them have been done by FrameBridge. Get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, special events, whatever. Go to framebridge.com. Use promo code BS and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. I highly recommend it. Framebridge.com. Promo code BS. All right, parent, uh, Ryder Cup. We did not have nearly enough money on Europe. We should have known. I, I, I feel like we were true patriots because we could have just profited off of the crappy matchups and pairings. And oh my God. I mean, some of the stuff today, my poor dad was visiting, was getting up at like five in the morning to watch in the uh, mornings. And uh, <laughs> these pairings and just like, you, you just see the matchup, be like, oh, we won't win that one. Oh, Molinari, right. oh, he's absolutely going to win that. And I have no, why weren't we betting this? What were we doing? I did bet it and I bet the US and I was psyched because they had like 11 ranked players in the top 20 or something. It was like the most ever. I, I, I got swept up by all the fervor and I, and I lost. And like I point out to you, there was so many chances to, like after that first session on Friday, was it? They yeah. were, they were plus one thirty still. Europe was, and then yeah. they were only minus one fifty, even though uh, they had like a four game or point lead, whatever it is. Yeah, we screwed this up. House was telling us how bad Phil Mickelson was playing. So bad, and right? we had all these chances to bet against him, and he was like never even remotely into it. And then they lose the cup, 
they concede it because on Mickelson they were going to lose anyway, but then he hits the tee shot in the water on the par three, and that was it. But God. Mickelson, I think, is the you know, let's say the ringer has a Christmas party, yeah, and you know someone's going to be, you know, there's a wild card, and not not in a funny way, yeah, but you have to invite him. That's what Mickelson. Are you do? Yeah, yeah, it's the respect Mickelson one. Now. Yeah, yeah. We uh, here here's my challenge to you. Because both of us watched way more golf than I think we've ever watched before. And we definitely dabbled yeah. in the golfing and our friend house who has been really dead on all year with his analysis. And if you I like, know. if you like betting on golf, I would highly recommend the Shack House podcast. Definitely. But uh, I think next year we really step it up. I would really like to become much more actively involved in the golf wagering scene. I'm right there, buddy. I'm doing it. I'm yeah, I know you're doing it, home. but I, I want in. I, I, I really right. want to. All right, I'm, we're pulling you in. I want to go balls deep on this. We're pull, pulling you in. Now, does that affect the Tiger and Phil? Like people will have short memories. They'll still be a they'll no. still be a monster pay per view. You think? No, I I no, actually, if Phil's not playing well, it won't. I just don't. I don't. I don't think it's that interesting. I don't think it's watching two rich guys try to take, you know, try to battle for money when they're both like ridiculously rich already. I, I don't. I, I really feel like they need some wrinkles. It'd be better if they battle for all the money, right? They should, it should one be. One of us has to become, one of us is destitute if we lose. I think that's how they set it up. <laughs> it should be winner takes all. Yeah. And House and I were talking on Friday. They should have all the cash there. I should be able to see it the whole time. It should travel in a golf cart from hole to hole. Just $10 million. Like the World Series of Poker? Yeah. I want or to see the cash. up to, to a point where you can't even see the, the, the other guy's face. Yeah. Yeah. Every hole when they're putting, there's just $10 million on the green. That's the only way I'm interested. I was Actually bummed. on the green. Like yeah, on the green. Out. They dump it on the, uh, every every hole, they dump it on the green. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I like would, that. will make everybody hate them more. I really feel, I, I feel robbed with the, how the Ryder Cup played out, how early it was and how really not competitive America was. It was like, the, it's always a great weekend when we have it. And it was just an ass kicking and it was just sad. It made me sad. Where does it rank in terms of sports you or, or sporting events you root for the American? Like you root hardest for the Americans because it, it's right up there for me. I, it might be like the greatest would be. It doesn't it never existed, I don't think. But if an American boxer heavyweight, I guess yeah. it was like like Rocky versus Drago. That would have my if that were real life. That would be peak rooting interest for the American. Where is this rank for you? Well, the thing that really jumps out at me is how much fun it is to be agitated by the Europeans. Yeah, it's one of sure. the last places I have where you just go into that fuck this guy mode. Like Ian Poulter, like mm. fuck this guy. Hit this guy in the head with an eight iron. <laughs> fuck this guy. Fuck him. You just get so mad at these. Like John Rahm when he clinched and he did, he had this whole spaz out and Tiger was oh, right yeah. there. I was like, fuck you, John Rahm. I, I was just, Your boy Tommy Fleetwood too. Was oh yeah. Back. Well, I can't root against Tommy Fleetwood. You and know he my didn't even have a good day today. I know. I, it's hard for me to root against Tommy. But did you see the very end? Yeah. Sh- shuffle. What was it? It was uh, it was uh, Deschambeau against um, against Norin, right? Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch once the once the Europe clinched. Oh. I was out. Well, yeah. Harry from the Degenerate Trifecta oh, no. against the Lodge. I listened to him Wednesday. Wins a two. He has a four. Team matchup parlay. He wins two hundred and eighty dollars or loses forty. Uh, Norn makes like a thirty-five <laughs> footer to end it, to end the whole freaking thing. <laughs> oh my god! All you do is miss. 
It's weird They're though that boys. we have like how many people we have in the country? Three hundred and fifty million or three hundred million? Too I don't many, know. but yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. How do we not have our American version of Ian Poulter? Where's our yeah, just like right. our dear, the five nine surly dude who just is great in match play? How do we not have mm-hmm. that guy? Where is he? What are we doing wrong? We need auditions. We need uh, Ian Poulter auditions. And they always have that guy, right? When it's, it wasn't Ian Poulter, it was Nick Faldo and it was whoever. Like they always had those one or two guys where you just go, oh man, that guy's money. Molinari. Yeah, like a cr- crusty winner and no, no, no. I think Kepka could be that, but. Yeah, Kepka. But he's, maybe he needs to be like 10 years older. Molinari is another one. It's like as soon as Ian Poulter's done, Move Molinari in, and they, they're going to be showing his Ryder Cup record is like 23 and two, you right. know. But we don't have our American version of it. It really bothers me. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, uh, that looking fun. forward to that. Screw the Ryder Cup. Uh, you know, I right. think Beth Page, you know, they moved the, um, what, what is the Beth Page now? That, is that the U.S. Open? Well, they're the, next, the next Ryder Cup's in Milwaukee. The U.S. Open's in Pebble Beach next, next uh, oh, spring. Which one's in March? The, um, the PGA Championship? They moved. Uh, it goes Masters, PGA, U.S. Open, British. I think the March one is in Bethpage, Long Island. is is the same weekend as the first weekend of NCAA tournament. That could be insane. Ooh. Sounds like good Vegas weekend. Uh, be all fun. right. Before we do Parent Corner, I want to do a special brief edition of Grandparent Corner because my dad was here, <laughs> and we were watching the Steelers Ravens game tonight, and he called Juju Smith Juju Smith Schuster. He called him Juju Switzer. <laughs> it was phenomenal. <laughs> Nephi Kyle was a witness. He's like, they, he was complaining about how Pittsburgh always gets receivers because they had that new white guy they have. His, whose Switzer. name is Switzer. His name is Switzer. Yeah. yeah. It's like they get this the guy. Cowboy. And then they, they just every time, and they, they had Sanders that time, and then Juju Switzer. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but for the actual parent corner, my, 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 Dad and my stepmom were here, and yesterday my daughter had to go to yet another bar mitzvah, which I think is her 100th bar mitzvah of the last wow, nice. 52 weeks. So that's that was great. And my wife and I seized the opportunity to have a date. So we went out on a double date with your friend Daniel Kellison and his wife Diane. Oh, nice. My parents, so my parents took my son to the movies, and then they went to mm-hmm. dinner after. And they noticed that he kept going to the bathroom, went to the bathroom like five or six times for three, four minutes pop, five minutes a pop. And they're at this dinner. My stepmother takes forever to eat. So any, any dinner with my, with my dad and stepmom is usually an hour and a half. So he kept disappearing to go. So one time my dad followed him in. He was leaving the table to go play Fortnite in the bathroom, like a crack addict, wow. like a crack <laughs> addict. He's like, I'll be right back. And was just going and just, and there's some weird kid in the bathroom playing Fortnite. So they say he's <laughs> lost all of his Fortnite privileges. I'd like to announce my son's retirement from Fortnite. It's oh, been, it? it's been deleted from his phone. The controllers oh, no. are gone. He has no access to anything. It's over. Fortnite is done. <laughs> That's it. Oh, now, now is he going to, is he going to be bummed at grandpa now for blowing his cover? That's not right. No, wait. 
my my poor dad, he flies out. They take like the 7 a.m. flight on Friday to come out to just see their grandkids for three days. No, I know, but he I, goes, I don't want him to get in trouble for it. Today they go they go to his doubleheader for travel baseball. They sit in the metal baseball stands for four hours watching mm-hmm. watching uh, these 10-year-old baseball games. And then that one thing they want to do is go to the movies and go to dinner with him. And he's in the bathroom playing Fortnite. So that's right. it. Was he like locked in the stall? Or was I, he like I don't know what he was. I don't have all the details. I, yeah, he's just <laughs> kind of wandering on the bathroom like a homeless person. Uh, so yeah, it's done, and uh, and his phone has been stripped. I changed the iCloud password. He can't add new apps. He wow. basically like the phone is now a place for him to just text and go on YouTube, and that's it. All right, I want to do that. I want to. I, I probably shouldn't even tell you about this. I should probably tell your wife. I know about. I know about the app that you can monitor where they go. No, I don't care about. It. Oh. I'm putting it at over under. I'm putting it under eight and a half days before you reinstall that, and I like to place twenty dollars on that. Oh, I'm go- going over. I win. All right, let's do it right okay. now. All right, I don't even care. You have all the control over this, and I'm still making the bet. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Fortnite. There's all these stories now about relationships and marriages being ruined by Fortnite. Oh, yeah. It's like a thing now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your parent corner? Uh, it's not a great one. And I, I, and, uh, I'm sorry if we covered this already, but, um, you know, I have my soccer, my four-year-old's playing yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah, You got to go to the games. They actually scored a goal. It's fine. Didn't cry. It knocked over a few people. We had to talk to him about that. But, um. And then uh, at the end of the game, the team mom is like, uh, or one of the moms is like, hey, we have pictures tomorrow, Sunday, at 1.45. Yeah. And I was like, ah, all right. It's like, oh, well, do you need him to be picked up or your son to be picked up? I was like, no, I mean, this is something we could just skip. And then now, like, other parents are coming over, like, "Uh uh-oh, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, you can skip it. It's optional. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, you know, why don't we just instead of ruining another afternoon, why don't we just uh, get together three minutes before the game and take a team picture? Oh, and then we could branch off and take individual pictures of our uh, our spawn. And you would have thought I uh, took an umbrella and beat the crap out of all their dogs, <laughs> right? At one, like they look like they, uh, you wouldn't believe the the response I got. And yeah. so then I got. So I'm like, I, I sense that it's a problem. And I go home. My wife's like, well, I can't do it. You're going to have to tell. I was like, I'm not lit. 145. That's, that's right when all these games. Look, think, think all the games I would have missed. The endings of all these games yeah. I've missed for a picture. How archaic is it now that they have to charge? And, and, and it's part of the package. That's the best part of it. It's yeah. part of the league fee is the pictures. Except when you get there, they give you an option because you could have your son or daughter's face on a on a calendar for $60 or a, a blanket for $129 and god forbid you take your kid with you cuz they're going to want to they're going to want to order one of these. So yeah. anyway, I'm on to you. We're on to everybody here. Let's just take individual pictures, please. Please. Why do we have to have a separate picture day? In the iPhone era, it makes no uh, sense at all. I have so Zoe's first in year the Polaroid era it didn't make sense. What are we doing here? Zoe's first year was like age four, like same thing as your son. And we have a picture of her in the sparkles and she's got little pigtails and it's got like the little baseball card because, you know, your first kid, you buy everything. Oh, I can get all three of these for $80. Great. And I will say, I do look fondly at the one picture of 
that we have it framed. It, it is a little heartwarming to see it. You could go on your computer. Your, your son can't because he locked out, but you could yeah. go on your computer and make make one of these and with a you nice could. fancy background and everything. You could. You, I, when I took my son to the Rays Red Sox game, they had a photographer walking around asking mm-hmm. if this is at the Tampa game for some, for they barely have any fans, but they have a photographer. And the person was walking around going, I'll take a, can I take a picture of you and your son for, you know, and I'm thinking like, no, <laughs> what do I need a picture for? I have an iPhone. Yeah, I know where this is going. What, what, yeah. So I'm going to give you $20 and then my email address that you can now have so that you can take the same picture I can take with my iPhone. What are you talking right. about? So yeah. yeah, I'm with you, Sal. That's Super, ridiculous. Thank you. Thank I, you. I let's, wish. Let's get a movement going for this. 145 is just classic. That's like, can we just ruin you? Now you'll miss the end of the first game and then the first half of the second game. It's a great one. I wish I could have put my hand over her mouth when she says, and we're going to be taking pictures at, and I was like, 145? 145, right? Because that's that's exactly the worst time it could be. 145. Oh my God. Uh, All right. Lock it in. 430. FS1. Lock it in. 4.30 weekdays. Uh, on FS1, I was the champ this week. So nice. I get to wear the crown. I get to brag. I had a money line parlay with the AFC North uh, underdogs, Bengals and Ravens. Money nice. line parlay. When do I do that? And I hit on uh, the Chargers money line, a few other things. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, that's Watch great. Jimmy come alive too, and and uh, we have against all odds this Wednesday. We're going to be going over best bets and props and all sorts of things. True or false, you tried to talk me into a Saints Chargers Kavanaugh three team parlay on, <laughs> on Thursday. Kavanaugh confirmed. <laughs> Kavanaugh confirmed. True or false? True or false, you texted true. me that. Absolutely. What true. was it? Chargers minus 480, Saints minus 140, and then Kavanaugh confirmed minus 900, right? No, no. That was, that was, uh, oh, was it minus 900? Oh, yeah. It was right after the testimony. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. Oh, you want to increase the odds a little. It's a winner. Well, we did think about we we did put a lot of thought into uh, combining our powers. We've lot we've we've swayed a lot of things that seemed like they were certainties when the two of us bet on something, and we did think yeah. like, should we bet on Kavanaugh to be confirmed and right, see right, right. and see if we can just buy the win for the United States of America? Exactly. Um, the odds were too probably prohibitive. do better. No matter which side you're on, we probably do a little better. Yeah. <laughs> no, Saints, uh, that was a good one, though. You nailed Saints-Rams, and you, you called that in early Thursday. That was nice. Yeah, I had to sweat it out a little bit. All right, cuz, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, thanks so much to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the Ringer Podcast Network. Remember, Halloween Unmasked launching this week. The Rewatchables, Days to Confuse launching Tuesday. Thanks to Simply Safe goes on beyond what home security should be. It's intuitive design influences every step of securing your home, like installation. Simply Safe ships right to your door, ready to go, never stops. Simply Safe's built in backups protect you through power failures, Wi Fi outages, even baseball bats. Offer just $14.99 a month order today. You'll get free shipping and free returns, risk free 60 day trial. Go to simplysafe.com slash BS. Simply Safe with two eyes. Simplysafe.com slash BS. And thanks to FanDuel. Football season underway is underway. That's why I'm so excited to be playing on FanDuel. Although I wasn't very excited this week as I got my butt completely kicked. Thank you, Ryan Tannehill. FanDuel has never been more fun or easy. It's the place to play if you're not a fantasy expert. They have something for everyone. More ways to win than ever before. Check out their Gridiron Pick'em Contest every week. New users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. 
So come play with us at FanDuel.com slash BS. Again, FanDuel.com slash BS. Back in two days with the one and only Matt Damon. It's a great one. Until then.